Welcome back. My name is Chris. And I'm Steve. And Andy's still swimming with manta rays and whatnot, I believe. He's swimming with something down there. That's, you know? tr- that's true. He's eating a lot of seafood. Uh, scallops. Is that a thing? That it, scallops are a thing, in fact. Crab yeah. legs, perhaps. Ooh. Ooh, quit making me hungry, man. Ooh, I love seafood. Are you kidding? Come and on. this is Streaming Things. That's what it is. <laughs> the number one most grateful podcast. That's something I can scientifically, verifiably say. Uh, I'm back. I'm now a father of two instead of just of one. I had the heir to my throne, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, now I'm going to have to, was it, do I pay a dowry? <laughs> right? Is that how that works when I, you have a daughter? I don't know. <laughs> You're asking the guy who has zero children. <laughs> I don't have enough cattle. I don't think she's going to be able to find a good husband. Oh, you got to get on that. I do. You got to get on that. Anybody that's got a good line on a herd of cattle, email streamingthingspod at gmail.com. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> how, how has, how has been a, a father been? It's uh Fa- fatherhood part two, electric boogaloo. It's been wonderful. I've been listening to the uh, Lord of the Rings re-releases a lot. Those are, uh, if I do say so myself, a lot of fun. Cause it's been a year almost to the day since we did that. I don't know if you realized that. Yeah. Listening to them. So that was kind of neat. Um, but there, I was laughing out loud at us. So that's, I don't know, that might be a douchebag thing to do. I'm not sure. But I listen to that and, uh, my daughter's perfect. She's so healthy. She's beautiful. Um, and really like, well, well-mannered for a baby, right? Like <laughs> she's well-tempered. That's good. Cause my son was really colicky. And I remember, uh, he was unable to, unable to latch. He was born prematurely. So he had like feeding issues and then the so the breastfeeding was out and then, um, the, the actual formula made him sick. He threw up a lot and stuff. He was always crying and gassy and stuff. So we had to switch to soy formula, uh, formula, <laughs> soy formula. <laughs> and uh, anyway, well, whole, all I'm trying to say is like, he was, uh, he was very upset a lot, right? It was very difficult. Whereas Aria, my daughter pretty much only cries when she's hungry, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, uh, I do that now and I'm 34. Like she's, uh, when she's awake and she's only like, what, six days old. And, uh, she just kind of looks around the room and stares. <laughs> I don't know. And I found out, so apparently <laughs> babies, they can't really see in the way that you think like their eyes don't work in conjunction and form a three-dimensional image. I don't know how long I'm not a doctor or, mm. or even a smart person, but it takes some time. So it's kind of funny, like to imagine, like, what are you looking at? You know, <laughs> what do you see? <laughs> what are you looking at? What? But uh, dogs are really looky too. And I understand their vision is not the best, at least the way that I think of it when I see stuff. So, uh, but anyway, I'm very, so listeners be warned. Okay. I'm weird as it is, as you know, right? Like I'm pretty goofy. What? I haven't been sleeping much. And so, uh, Steve's going to take the reins on this episode and the, and the other one that we're going to do later as well. Like I usually take a bunch of notes when I watch these movies, like scene by scene. I have a whole little method that's pretty, actually I'm pretty proud of. I did none of that because I was holding Aria for most of the time I was watching these movies. And so I just, I did watch them. That's the best I can say. So are you confirming right now on streaming things that Predator and or Prey were Aria's first movies? Well, again, she can't see. (laughs) (laughs) She was in the room with you. I don't think it was because I don't think it's the first thing I watched per se. She de- Prey was one of her first movies. <laughs> it was on Disney. I was tricked. In Canada and Europe, it's Disney Plus that it's on. You know? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Enza was so proud of me on TikTok for pointing out that Disney Plus, uh, like that it's on Disney Plus in Europe when I did my Prey review. Mm-hmm. She, she commented like, oh, good. 
nice little Belgium toss there. But then I had a Canadian that was irate that I said it's on Disney Plus in Europe. And he's like, we're on the same continent, man. What the hell? Uh, why can't you just say, like, he was upset. Like, he, why can't you just say Hulu in America, Disney Plus, everywhere else? And I'm just like, I don't know, man, I'm sorry. And like, so he left multiple comments about that and then like stitched the video and made his own about it, ranting about how Canada was forgotten. Um, so to all the Canadians out there, I meant no offense. Uh, what a weird hill to die on. Hey, man, that's the Internet <laughs> for you. I'm learning like the bigger I get, the more I'm learning. There's just it's just a sea of strange hills to die. on. Congratulations, Chris. You've made the first ever Canadian angry. <laughs> I know, right? The first ever angry Canadian. <laughs> Who knew it was going to be that to set him off? We don't have Hulu either, eh? Uh, what's this all about i imagine that's what he said i'm not sure but yeah so this episode as you're as you're kind of figuring out we're going to be discussing predator from 1987 and then on wednesday wait is that how you want to do it yeah and then on wednesday sure we're going to drop our review we're figuring this out live (laughs) of prey uh from 2022 and it might be flippy floppy i don't know steve might get a wild hair up his ass and you know what man i feel like we should talk about prey on monday that's fine that's fine steve's the man but by the way, thank you, Steve, for holding down the fort. I know it was a lot of work. Sure. It's a lot of work anyway, but solo, I can't imagine. Because uh, normally, like, Steve answers the Patreon messages as much as he can. I, I answer the emails as much as I can. Um, you know, Andy does a lot of stuff. And then Steve also has to edit every episode, which is a whole, like, that's a gargantuan amount of extra work. Um, and then, yeah, Steve had to do all of that. For the last week, and I don't—I don't think he dropped. I don't think any balls were dropped. I'm not sure. Oh, I dropped a couple balls. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I don't think you did. I don't think you did. Oh, you mean for the podcast? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, man, it was a wild week. She went to, into labor at 3 a.m. on Saturday, Whew. and uh, Arya was born at 3:32 p.m. in 10 seconds on Saturday. So she had 12 hours of labor, and that poor woman. That poor woman. Oh my gosh. She was a beast uh she did a one i mean so i can't imagine like i would just i would have crumbled at 4 30 a.m right <laughs> like me chris um but god it was i'm not allowed to say this societally right i'm gonna tell you just just it's me and you steve and okay. then fifty thousand people and me and you steve i was gonna say is this something <laughs> i'm gonna have to edit out like <laughs> i just want to be honest in a way that might help people but like you're not allowed to say this, but it's just a fact. That was really hard on me, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> just watching her, like, just, I know it was way, like, infinitesimally harder on her. Uh, or infinitely harder on her. I haven't slept. Uh, but, yeah, just, like, watching her go through that and just being so oh, sure. fucking useless. Because the nurses and the doctors, like, push. And she's like, I'm can't you know because she's been pushing for two hours yeah and like it's just it's an ugly scene right and i'm just standing there like holding her leg uh, because that's what my job is like yeah yeah you can (laughs) (laughs) i guess i i I couldn't but yeah you can there's tears streaming down your eyes like yeah so i literally was crying like bawling because she was in such pain mm-hmm. and it, i broke at some <laughs> this is funny to say i broke at some point because she's just like the baby's still not like here right and she's just been you can tell giving it every ounce of her strength for so many hours that i'm just like i can't believe she's still going and they're telling her keep going right you got to do better and even like kind of like 
like a gym, like, come on, give me one more. Give me one more. Like, it's like that kind of. <laughs> one more rep. Come on. And they're like yelling at her like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You got to do it. If you want it to be over, you have to. You know what I mean? Kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting kind of like angry and defensive of my wife internally, right? Like, yeah. leave her alone. Back off. She's pushing. Yeah. Um, and, and I haven't even bonded to my daughter yet in the way that my wife has because it's inside of her, right? So all I'm thinking is like, something's hurting my wife, you know? <laughs> Get that baby out of here so I can kick its ass. You son of a bitch. You heard my wife. <laughs> and so, and it's like a lot of gore and stuff too, right? So I'm just like, at some point I broke, but I'm trying not to let her see me crying. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I didn't want her to be like, you know, it's like a kid, you know, when they scrape their knee, it's like, they look at their parent and go, is it bad? And if you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then they start getting like inconsolable. Yeah. So you have to, no matter how bad it looks, go, oh, psh- Stand up. It's running under a cold tap. Yeah. And so I'm kind of doing that with her. Like, come on, baby. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, it's almost here. And I'm like, I have no idea how close it is. Uh, I have no idea what it feels like. And just I'm so I'm like bawling, but like over my shoulder and trying to suck it up for when I turn back around to look her in the eye. Mm -hmm. And uh, so at one point, you know, my daughter came out and they put her on my wife's chest and I kind of like all the nurses flooded in. There's like six of them. And I kind of slinked back like Homer Simpson into the bush (laughs) (laughs) and sat down on the chair when nobody was looking at me and just bawled. You know what I mean? And to a, a onlooker, it may have looked like the proud, uh, happy tears of a new father, (laughs) but it was not. It was the desperate weeping of the man in the chopper leaving Nam. Yeah. Like just like at the end of platoon, you know what I mean? When they're in the chopper, the last couple of guys, it was that kind of cry. And what I mean by not allowed to say that is like, of course, like I can't even imagine what Carissa did or what she was feeling. Right. But yeah, just from my perspective, that was tough. <laughs> yeah, it's hard on me. I, man, that labor was hard on me. <laughs> I mean, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong to say that, especially when you obviously care and love for Carissa as much as you do. So much. Seeing the person you love in pain like that and you can't help. Yeah. That is incredibly emotionally taxing. And that's not taking anything away that she went through because she obviously went through fucking hell. Yes. Still uh, is, right? Yeah. I mean, she's still like stitched up and I've been bringing her every meal in the room and um, trying to take care of her and the baby as much as I can and, uh, and still continue to do everything that I'm doing too. So it's the sleep that gets deleted, not the helping of her and the baby. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I got to continue doing this stuff, but, um, it's been, it's been a lot, but like I said, Arya's Arya's perfect. It's wonderful. We're, you know, adjusting. It's mostly like the two freaking dogs and the two cats like that, like, my wife typically I forgot you had two cats as well as yeah she typically takes the brunt of the animal care and stuff right and like I'm trying to remember to like water her flowers I mean there are flowers but let's be honest like she bought them and has been taken care of. I have no fucking idea how much water. I just run the faucet over. I'm like, I guess drink up little buddies <laughs> <Here you> and, <laughs> and I'll hang you back up. You should be good. I guess I don't know how flowers grow. I'm not a grower of things. I have zero green thumbs. You're, got, you're a shower, not a grower. Yeah. I've just got two white thumbs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that was over the weekend. We, we stayed at the hospital until Monday and God, Michelle, the nurse, it was so wonderful. Shout out to her. If she's a listener of the show, <laughs> she was fantastic. <laughs> so supportive uh, of the whole process. And like, you could tell she was really meshing well with my wife. And, uh, but once we got into postpartum, I was like pretty annoyed because there's like complete la- utter lack of sleep. Right. And the nurses have to come in like every hour to check on the baby. And so it was almost like, it felt to me 
like the second I would drift off, finally, just desperately needing just 20 minutes of pure sleep, please, God, please, or if else, end it now. And you know what I mean? They would burst in like, how's the baby? And then I would shoot up off the little shitty couch. Like they kick out, open, kick well, out the door, like a saloon bar, uh, crying now. Uh, why are you talking so loud at this hour? You know, uh, what, what we got a measurer. <laughs> Do you right now? Oh, still 10 inches. Yeah. <laughs> 21 inches. In fact, eight pounds, Ooh. five ounces, 21 inches, uh, very long and hefty baby. Very healthy. I love her so much. She, she have hair. She did. Uh, yeah. What are you going to bond more, with? Way more hair than daddy. <laughs> you, for you, sure. you have nothing in common with this girl now. <laughs> she, well, we do like the same shows because she, you know, she's been watching a lot of Sandman. She's been, <laughs> we think we like the same shows. Watching a lot of Last Kingdom. She, she, high, lo- fi- she high five her at the end of the Prey. Like that was dope, baby. She loved Prey. Uh, and not a big fan of Predator, but I can understand. <laughs> it's not her bag. No, no. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's what I've been up to. I've been missing my listeners so much. Uh, love you all. I'm glad that Steve's been, I know Steve's the real, the real asset here and he's been holding down the fort. He's all you really need, but no, not at all. I have missed y'all very much. Very excited for house of the dragon and the rings of power. I know that, uh, it's not Enza's deal. She's not a fantasy <laughs> lover. <laughs> and that makes me sad. Cause Enza's like when there were a hundred people that listened to the show, it was Enza front and center, her and Carmelita, I want to yeah, say, right? Yeah. Stephen V. Stephen V. Um, so anyway, it's, uh, th- I'm sorry. Did you, did you listen to the interviews that we did? I did. I did. So listeners, if you're not on Patreon, you should become a Patreon subscriber. You can listen to the brand new patron exclusive after hours where I interviewed five of our patrons in lieu of, uh, or in lack of Andy and Chris to do a podcast with. So I, and Enza was one of the people that I interviewed and it was the first time I've ever spoken to Enza. She's awesome. But at one point during the interview, I was like, Enza, I'm so sorry that, uh, uh, you, you're a proud patron, but uh, <laughs> you hate fantasy. And the next month is going to be House of Dragon and Rings of Power. <laughs> and she's like, I will have to make do. <laughs> she's, I like the idea that she's not going to not listen. She's just going to power through. Yeah. Try to maybe, I don't know. Maybe you like it. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. Like through the lens of streaming things, you might just fall in love. That's true. Like, you know what? I'm going to go buy a sword. Who doesn't like buying swords? I feel like swords are way easier to come by in Europe than they are here. Just gonna, I don't know where I'm getting that factoid. I just feel like that's the truth. I mean, that's where the medieval times were. And there's like a literal castle, probably pretty close, Enza. Mm-hmm. Like, so just go like. And you're tripping over swords and castles, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> so scope it out, maybe get in the vibe. Um, Any hoozle. So that's what's, uh, that's what's coming up. By the way, speaking of Patreon, yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash streaming things and subscribe at a variety of tiers to get bonus episodes like that. We do weird, quirky, fun stuff all the time. We're thinking about making that its own tier to where you can kind of hop on the show every once in a blue moon. Uh, amongst other things, we're going to try to create a discord soon. We've got video content. Cross your fingers. If we have enough money, I just started ripping apart my apartment today. Yeah. Building the studio. So the studio, hopefully in the next two weeks is going to be up and running. And then we could do like extra bonus behind the scenes videos and stuff on the Patreon. And yeah. uh, that's what's down the pipeline, but also a YouTube channel so that maybe if you're more of a watcher of podcasts, like some folks are, you can, uh, you can do that on the YouTube. Yeah, if you will. I like to call, if we have YouTube fans, I'm going to call them our voyeurs. Hello, voyeurs. Hello, voyeurs. <laughs> Peeking into Steve's room. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my apartment. But he's got, oh, how much do you got? How much time do you have? Uh, Today's like, a, like the seventh. It's the seventh today. So I have You've two weeks exactly yeah. to build a studio with soundproofing and stuff in there and set up cameras and then figure out how to 
use it. Cue the Rocky thing. So the first episode might be Rocky on the video front. It's <laughs> yes. just pointed at like your leg. Hi, welcome to my leg. It's the same image as Steve's OnlyFans. What's going on right now? I only see nine toes. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't wear shoes while we record. Everybody <laughs> should know that. He does. I feel like you sleep fully clothed, Steve. I do. <laughs> yep. You dog. I don't have socks on though. So, well, that's, you're just living. I know. I, sometimes I want to feel like a slut. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta relax. I get it. I get it. Uh, but yeah. And I, I, by the way, speaking of Patreon, we got a iTunes review. I think it was three stars and they were really annoyed. Like how many times can you mention Patreon in two hours or something like that? And I just, normally I'm used to like shitty comments cause I'm have, a following on TikTok, <laughs> so i'm pretty good at for the most part at just ignoring that shit because there's just fucking trolls under every bridge uh but I, that really upset me and for a minute right like i was like really because i can't say anything back because it's an itunes review it just it's just there you can't respond yeah, sure and i was just thinking to myself like is that dick and like it hurt my feelings like are we being schmoozy or like are, are we being slutty or like should we not say patreon so much i don't know just thought it was a thing because we want to keep doing this as much as we are and like we, it's like 25, 30 hours a week, you know, of stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. And like, we'd love doing it, but shit, that's not sustainable with normal lives without some kind of income. Right. Yeah. This was the week that again, you guys were gone. We didn't record any new episodes except for the one, but I calculated it up in my head this week. I did put 25 hours of yeah. my own time into this show and that doesn't count watching predator and prey. That, that's, yeah, that's not even counting like watching the stuff, which by and large, for the most part, if I'm being honest, it's stuff I would watch anyway, Yeah, but not always. And definitely not to the like attention level that I put into some of it, like with notes and shit, right? Like right. I, don't, I don't just take notes on predator for fun. Normally. <laughs> what do you want to watch tonight, honey? Parks and Rec. And I get out my notebook. Oh, let's do it. That's what he does. He just, oh, Ben Wyatt just writes Ben Wyatt over and over. We all enjoy art differently, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. Like, I'm sorry if it annoys anybody, but you know, we're just trying to be able to keep, keep doing this at this level. Um, by the way, to offset stuff like that, if you would go and, uh, rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening to this that would be wonderful like i said we've got tens of thousands of listeners and like 800 reviews on there and we appreciate all that you guys do absolutely but some of you are slacking we're just gonna (laughs) i'm just gonna put it right out there 10 12 seconds boom five stars you did it you did it you helped us greatly you help other people find us and uh we're already like number six on rings of power haven't even done anything so that's great haven't done anything (laughs) and we're i think we're like number 17 on house of the dragon so Looking forward to uh, bumping those numbers up, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Lots, lots of stiff competition on the dragon frontier. That's true. Yeah. Dragons are hot right now. What should we watch next week? Something dragon themed? Should we watch How to Train Your Dragon? Should we watch Reign of Fire with Matthew McConaughey, Ooh. that old dragon hunting movie? Remember that? Yeah. I've actually kind of been wanting to watch Me that too. again. Me <laughs> too. We could do, What other dragon movies are there? Dragonheart. Do you like dragons, Steve? Sure. Who doesn't like dragons? Yeah. Well, how about... Uh, Other than Enza. How about me dragging these nuts across your forehead? How about uh, that? I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. <laughs> Do you like Imagine Dragons? Uh, hit or miss. <laughs> yeah, imagine Dragon these. Never mind. Uh, yeah, we could... Okay. So we listen to Imagine Dragons. We watch How to Train Your Dragon and Reign of Fire. And then that's the only... Oh, what about Double Dragon? Double, oh, I love Double Dragon. Didn't they turn that into a movie? Uh, 100% they turned that into a movie. I used to love that as a kid. A bunch of double dorks. <laughs> one of the best lines in a movie ever. I love that you memorized that. Because it's fucking Double hilarious. dorks. Could, what I see here is a couple of double dorks. Uh, would it count if we watched Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon? Uh, yes. 
Okay. I like how we said Dragonheart, but you just sailed right by that. Like, no. Nah. Dragonheart. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. It's I was got too busy Sir trying Sean to think of Connery as a dragon. Yes. 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 I don't know, man. I'm a dragon. What if the dragon's like a little girl, man? <laughs> Get Argyle watching some dragons. Oh, dude. Dude, Argyle fucking loves dragons. I got some purple sticky palm tree delight. Try before you deny, man. That's all I'm saying. How does Hello, Dr. Yo. Brenner feel about dragons? I don't believe in them. Really? It's not a fair contest. I mean, maybe if a dragon was like a small child, then maybe I would be into that. I feel like there's a movie out there, uh, How to Train Your Dragon. It's got children and dragons. Mm, and they that is my they kind of one. fight. That is my favorite one, especially when the, <laughs> when the one boy loses his leg. Mm-hmm. Big fan of that scene. <laughs> I bet you are. Big fan. <laughs> I bet you are. Any hoozle. Uh, yeah, so that's maybe what we'll do in the last week before House of the Dragon pops off, baby. But we want to do one more like intro to House of the Dragon episode, I feel like. Just talking about what's going to happen and all the characters and stuff. Maybe get JJ back. I don't know. Yeah. If she's willing. God and JJ willing. But enough further ado. No more fucking ado. Ado's done. Ado. <laughs> I'm going to say done. I'm going to say a don't on that. There you go. Let's talk about Predator from 1987. The the thing that started it all. Uh directed by John McTiernan, by the way, who after this I think went on to direct Die Hard uh, and Hunt for Red October. Yeah, he's a legendary action director, John McTiernan. Legendary. Well, now, this was this his first? Ah, uh, you know, I don't know if this was his first. This came out in 87. When did Die Hard come out? Was Die Hard before that? I want to say it was like 88. It was 88. Okay, so this, yeah, this was... Dude, he did fucking Rollerball from 2002. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember Rollerball. And Last Action Hero. Oh, he did Last Action Hero too? Yeah. Oh, wow. Apparently. Oh, my God, he did 13th Warrior with Antonio Banderas. That movie rocks. I haven't seen that one. The Thomas Crown Affair. I'm pretty sure that has Pierce Brosnan. It does. You were correct. <laughs> you would see that, but not 13th Warrior. Well, I haven't seen the Thomas Crown Affair, but I know that he's in it because I think that's the movie that made people think, oh, he should be a James Bond. Uh, a James Bond. A James Bond. So Predator stars, Jim Bond. of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger of as course. Dutch. Carl Weathers as Dylan. Hell yeah. I love Carl Weathers. I, I, I was thinking that you were probably a big fan of his for some unknown reason. He's in Arrested Development. It's because he's in Happy Gilmore, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, not the one I just said. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh is it because he's in colony i don't even know what the fuck that is really yeah what about because he's in uh, magnum pi how about that or he's fucking apollo creed and rocky i don't know <laughs> like one of his bigger roles i was just ignoring all the stuff that was definitely why you loved him so much oh he was in swat the tv series from 1975 dope i just thought you should know that he's the- also in the mandalorian he is as a uh, grief carga mm. is that character's name and we got of course Jesse Ventura as Blaine. I love Jesse Ventura. Not really. He's kind of an insane person, but like in this movie, he's so great. He's just like, I'm really upset about everything all the time. And I over enunciate everything I say. And I shove a ridiculous amount of tobacco into my mouth. It'll and spit make, it on somebody's fucking shoe, which it, is really crazy rude. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> 9-11 was an inside job. Steel beams don't melt at that temperature. I was like, what is this movie? <laughs> well, first, let's do this. And it's also got, by the way, real quick, last casting thing. Je- uh, Jesse Ventura. I'm so fucking tired. I just say that again. <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Uh, Shane Black, who Shane plays Black? Hawkins, who yeah. is the Shane black like director writer of kiss kiss bang bang uh such gems as iron man 3 mm-hmm. the nice guys didn't he make uh the predator 
I believe really, it, yes. the really bad one that yeah. came out a couple years he ago. He did. He did. Because <laughs> everyone was so excited. Like, Shane Black's doing a Predator. Hell yeah. And, and the Lethal Weapon movies. But I didn't I didn't see the Predator from, was it 2018? Yeah, I think so. I didn't see that one. It's, it's not good. Yeah, Shane, uh, what have you been doing, but buddy? Bill Duke's in this, too. I, th- I think yes, Mac on Bill Duke. Bill Duke's amazing. He's uh, hamming it up in this movie, though. I know. And this movie is is a ton of camp. But I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. And at the time, I did not register camp. I just thought it was all awesome. I'm like a late 80s, early 90s action buff as This a is child. what masculinity is supposed yeah, to be. I just need to fucking <laughs> grasp my bro's hands every time we meet. And, and flex. And ar- flex and, ar- and pretend to arm wrestle. You've been pushing too many pencils? You've been pushing. <laughs> pushing. That's exactly right. What are you doing here, Dylan? What are you doing? They got you pushing too many pencils? Hmm? What's with this tie? Why are you wearing a tie? You, you got a fucking... You got a fucking... You got a 401k? You're going to retire? You're going to raise a family? Uh, yeah. I bet they give you dental. <laughs> you take care of your teeth? What a limp dick pussy. <laughs> You be, I bet you've been brushing your teeth. Like, this is going to be all fucking episode. <laughs> so many people have turned it off. We just got started, baby. But yeah, this, so Chris. So when's the last time you watched it? What's your relationship uh, with, the, with so Predator? I've I've always been a huge fan of the first Predator. Um, I, I probably watched it maybe like five years ago was the last time I saw it. Um, but uh, it's one of those movies I, I do revisit every half a decade or so just because you know it's it's a lot of fun this is a fun movie it is a it's a great example of when it comes to plot less is more mm-hmm. because this has like almost no plot there's like a backstory to why these commandos are in the jungle but kinda. that fucking doesn't matter from the jump kind of <laughs> I, I agree with you it's really just and i think this is what um this is why this movie is the best well, arguably, it was the best one for so long in the franchise, right? Because it was so simple. It was like, here are some people. Here is an alien that is a big game hunter that has some type of big game hunting moral code uh, that's just hunting the most dangerous human beings in a jungle. And that's all it is. It's a very simple concept. It's like one of those... I think I was, I was watching a documentary, and I, I can't remember if it was McTiernan or... Uh, Shane Black, who was like, it's one of those ideas that when someone finally had it, everyone else in the world was like, why the fuck didn't I think of yeah. that? That's so cool. Um, but like, yeah, and, and I think this this movie also stands the test of time because all the actors that they have in here are playing characters that are dialed up to 11 and almost all of them are like completely unforgettable performances and how over-the-top silly fun ridiculous they are yeah the one guy i forget which character it was he just makes like three vagina jokes and that's his whole character hawkins oh that's shane black yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's all he did every single joke that he told was specifically about big vaginas yeah i was like covering my daughter's ears and stuff like what what is this what's this masculine toxic masculinity it's pretty crazy um but yeah i hadn't i hadn't seen it in a long time and i watched it after prey did you watch this before or after prey before yeah, I, I mean, the mistake. I watched it after and I was just like going back in time. Like, oh, oh you man. Fucked up. Oh, man. You fucked up. I mean, it's great. And originally, I don't know if you've seen the original suit that they had planned. Have you ever seen that? I have, yeah. Like that giant bug with Jean Claude Van Damme in it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, well, the, I guess it wasn't giant because he's like five eight. But yeah, the original design for the Predator was very different, where it was like this weird bright red uh, bug looking thing, and they had Jean Claude Van Damme in it, and he famously got fired from the set because he hated being in the suit. Yeah, it was too hot. I mean, they're in the fucking jungle. Oh, a hundred percent. Like it was too hot, and he was kind of upset because he's a martial arts guy, and he's like. So can I do martial arts? I'm like, no, you're a giant bug monster. He's like, ah, fuck, I'm hot. <laughs> I mean, definitely. I think the mobility of somebody like Jean-Claude Van Damme and the Predator would have been cool. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, the suit design that they had at that time was just whack. It would have been a cult classic for a way different reason. Yeah, you can. There's like a half hour long behind the scenes documentary on. You can find it on YouTube. Um, I think it was like the 20th anniversary documentary or something but they have an interview with john mctiernan and they were like oh on on set we were so ready like oh the predator suit's coming today oh it's gonna be today can't wait for the predator suit and they come in and they open up the box and they're like oh no <laughs> oh no and then they shot one scene with it and they sent it to the studio and they're like you're gonna pay for a new one right because this you don't want this to be in the movie this right is not the this movie is stupid and it really is just really it's dumb so goobery because what they landed on, I think they they ended up um, working with uh, Stan Winston, I think. Uh, Stan Winston redesigned the Predator to what we know and love today. Which is amazing. Which had input from James Cameron. Yes. Did you hear that? The, the story how yes. like they were on a flight and uh, Stan Winston was doing drawings and James Cameron just happened to be sitting next to him. was like, you know what? It happens to me all the time. Oh, it's, it's, he's everywhere. Jim Cameron, you can't get away from that guy. <laughs> Jim C. Uh, and Jim Cameron was sitting there and he's like, you know what? I always wanted to see an alien with mandibles. And Stan Winston's like, fuck you. I ain't doing that. Actually, that sounds dope. <laughs> <laughs> Take note. Yeah. Zero credit. I had a, a couple of Predator action figures when I was a kid. I, I love this movie and specifically the monster. Like I just, I thought it was amazing. Um, and I had like the little shoulder plasma cannon. I remember yeah. strapping, it would come off the shoulder of the predator and stuff. And he had the claws out and he was one of my favorite action figures to play with. But I always had his like faceplate on when I took it off. I didn't like him because I'm really shallow. I'm like, you ugly. You one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to read a review because Steve touched on it. This is actually Alex, friend of the show on Letterboxd. Um, and I, I appreciated the movie more after reading his review because I was actually, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty down on it today after I watched it because I know it's a legendary film. I don't do camp well. I'm not a, mm -hmm. like it has to be, it's pretty, I have to be in a silly, silly mood to really appreciate a campy movie. Um, that's why I'm not the biggest like Sam Raimi fan, to be honest with you. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not like, oh, this is fun and wacky. I'm just like, I don't I feel like this was unintended. Like, cause I've, ma <laughs> I've made serious movies that when I watched them were campy and was like, this was a failure. <laughs> so I, maybe I'm just seeing it through my own lens, but, uh, Alex writes and I quote predator is the perfect primer for John McTiernan's next film, die hard, because it's so easy to be dismissive of them as brawny action films where die hard transcends the typical machismo uh, mold through its everyman hero. Predator does so by completely changing genres less than midway through. The first act of Predator is the only time I would call it an action movie. It's beefy bicep close-ups, stern looks, sex jokes, helicopters, explosions, and a body count somewhere in the high 50s. From there, Predator slows down and descends into more of a sci-fi horror film as Schwarzenegger and crew are stalked and hunted by the titular alien. Uh, and I think that that's very true, that like it's actually mm -hmm. ahead of its time in the sense that it completely transitions into a different genre mm -hmm. halfway through. It's just the first half that is like a struggle for me nowadays, but would have been my favorite part as a kid. And that's one of the, one of the things I think is one of the better messages from this movie is that, you know, you've got these, what is it like 
seven to ten beefy, strong, just ridiculous muscle dudes. Yeah. They're supposed to be the apex, you know, human being, right? They're in this like special. Best of the best. They're the best of the best. God damn it, we need you, Dutch. Uh, they're the best of the best. And and this this predator is picking them off one by one. Like literally like the best of the best of us, quote unquote, cannot kill this predator. They have the best weapons, they have the best training, and it's nothing against this predator. And the only reason that they're able to defeat, defeat it is by Arnold Schwarzenegger literally going back to basics and just hiding from it and stalking it and trying to outsmart it. And I think that's something that, strangely enough, is lost on a large portion of the audience for this movie. Like they look at the big, strong Arnold Schwarzenegger like, yeah, that's what this movie is supposed to be. But really this movie does kind of flip that on its head where it's like, yeah, these guys, they may be the best and strongest and brightest, but they cannot beat this thing conventionally. So they have to think outside the box and really kind of go back to the basics of what humans can go do back to their own predatorial roots. And that is a topic that I will bring back. We'll circle back to that when we talk about prey. I bet you will. I was just thinking to myself, I need to take notes for my future TikTok video. Because uh, we'll talk about it in prey, the criticism that it's been getting from from douchers. Yeah. Um, the uh, misogynist, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, had a good time in this movie. But reading that, I was just like, this is okay. That elevates it a lot uh, when you think of it from that lens. It's just the first half that I really kind of was laughing at, you know what I mean? Um, cause it's so eighties. It's so, you know, they just stumble into the jungle and like the only thing you know about the quote unquote antagonists is that they don't speak English. Right. Like I was watching with subtitles on and it was like, uh, Spanish, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like Russian, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, goddamn, definitely don't want them around. You know, I mean? <laughs> Like that's, it's just so like, uh, I don't even know what's going on. And there's like, um, what did you take a play by play? I did. Do it. Okay. Well, we start off. We're in space. You see space. The predator ship <laughs> jumps down and there's, and the, and the predator ship poops out a smaller ship mm-hmm. in the earth. And, uh, you get the really cool iconic score. I really like the score of this movie. The like, I love that. Um, but yeah, the, the whole Dutch's crew, do they, does their crew name have, do they, does their team have a crew name? I think it's the expendables three. The Expendables 3. Well, this uh, is where they are called Expendables. That, that, oh, do you think Sylvester Stallone was like, God damn it. <laughs> I think it's definitely uh, an allusion to one of the greatest action films of all time. How about the fuck is do that? <laughs> I wasn't invited to be in a movie. I fucking hate all this. My Stallone impression is a lot to be desired. I, I, I think we're both crushing it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they land. Uh, I love how they immediately kind of show that this crew is different. Like they're not in military gear at the start. Like they're all very wearing very different outfits to kind of show what type of person they are. But he's got that cigar, baby. Oh, yeah. You know Arnold Schwarzenegger's going to be rocking a cigar. There's that little moment where he hops out of the chopper and he does it all goofy because he like throws his pack ahead of him like it's a 40 foot drop. And then he does like a yeah. And it's <laughs> and, then, and then he picks his bag up. And I just remember thinking, ah, I don't think you had to do it that way. You got really long legs. But how will you not see my bicep? <laughs> I wanted to curl my bag. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, so he meets up with this uh, two-star general, which, by the way, maybe the meekest general ever shown on... Look at the men he's around. Well, he shows me, uh, hey, Dutch, uh, thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, I'm basically Morty from Rick and Morty, but I'm two-star general out Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. We got oh, all Dutch, we, gotta, we got all these guys are taking the cabinet ministers and their gorillas. Can't confirm if they're actual gorillas or just the soldier kind of gorillas. We got a couple of Harambe's up there. <laughs> yeah, he tells them that there's a cabinet minister there's hit, whose helicopter has crashed in the jungle and gorillas have taken them hostage. And they need some uh, some specialists who are all about the search and res- rescue to uh, save the cabinet minister. So here's one thing right off the bat that uh, bothered me that I don't understand is Arnold and his crew. Or I'm sorry, Dutch, right? Dutch. Dylan and the and the and the bunch are they uh, not Dylan but Dutch and the rest are they Dutch's private bunch. Con- are they Dutch's bunch are they private contractors now are they out of the military that's what I gathered where they because yeah he doesn't take orders really well if he's still in the military and they constantly call him major which is maybe from his past right mm-hmm. but I was like this whole dynamic like he keeps like you need to tell me I'm not going to do it if you don't tell me. You know, I only do one type of job. And I'm like, you kind of have to do whatever the fuck they say. No, <laughs> no I don't. Uh, unless he's like a private company now, which is. And if he is, that's weird, right? Dutch's Bunch LLC. <laughs> Let's see what day do you need me. Tuesday is no good. I'm going to have to put this in by QuickBooks. Uh, but yeah, this is where we meet Carl Weather, uh, Carl Weathers Dylan, um, who's uh, they clearly have a past mm-hmm. in Dutch, but Dylan has seemingly moved on to the CIA. Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and we get that like meme shot where they like grasp hands and their biceps flex. And yeah. it's like, ah, oh, man, that's uh, did you did you do the like Leonardo? Like there's the meme. Yeah. Did you do that? I love that. Um but yeah, there's this, this is where they kind of bring up the fact that Dutch's team really only focuses on search and rescue because there's like, what about that thing in Libya? And he's like, I don't, I don't do that sort of work anymore. Yeah. Which is applied like he doesn't do like assassination wet work or anything like that. But they do bring Gatling guns and grenade launchers for their search and rescue with that. For rescue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Using my rescue grenades. <laughs> Oh my god. Why why do they have all this gear? I don't know. But it's amazing. Because they look badass. Uh what does he say? Uh uh come over come over here. Old painless is waiting. Come over here. Old painless is waiting. He calls the Gatling gun old painless. Oh, yeah. That's uh Jesse Ventura's character. Was that your Jesse Ventura voice? Ah no. It just, <laughs> for this episode, it's going to be Arnold and everyone else will just be my voice. <laughs> oh man, you gotta do the you gotta do the Jesse Ventura. I, I can't do it. Uh, but then we kind of cut to all the team flying in the helicopter. Dylan's going with them on the on this mission. Uh, he's got creepy CIA stuff to do. Oh yeah, he's 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 definitely got some spookness going on. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely not on the up and up. No, no, there's something to this Dylan. Uh, but on this helicopter ride, you kind of get a little slice of life into all these different <laughs> characters, like who they are. My favorite part is Mac, Bill Duke, who just is perpetually trying to keep his face baby ass smooth because he's got <laughs> that little razor blade just constantly dry shaven, which is bothering me. I'm like, that's got to itch. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to get a hell of a razor burn. I mean, at the, at the toward the end, he's in the jungle. He's got the sweat to kind of lubricate the shave job. Mm. But in the in the in the cop in the chopper, that's just got to hurt. Yeah, it's got to burn. Have you ever dry shaved, Steve? And, but Bill Duke has one of those faces that he just looks perpetually just 
bored out of his fucking mind. Like, so he's shaving his beard and it probably hurts him like none other, but he's like normal day for me. Mm -hmm. Just Bill Duke doing normal Bill Duke stuff. Jesse Ventura is trying to offer me some chewing tobacco. I do not want it. I decline. No, thanks buddy. Uh, but yeah, and then yeah, uh, Jesse Ventura eating his chewing tobacco, dropping a hard F word. Yes. I was not expecting. Indeed. This is definitely a movie filmed in the eighties. He's not allowed to say that. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, he's, he, uh, and then we get uh, Shane Black with his first of three. I think it's at least, at least two, at least two. This one, not a big hit. He, he tries to sell it, tell it to, uh, Billy likes the second Billy. one. Yeah. Well, Billy loves the second one. He was not <laughs> impressed with his first, uh, pussy joke. Uh, and you know, it's bad when you tell a joke and then you have to like explain the punchline. Cause he's, he says something like, because we're pussy. So he yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And everyone's just staring at him. Like, yeah, we get it. You've never seen a pussy. And if, I feel like if that crowd doesn't laugh it, no one's going to laugh. Right. Like that's your crowd. Mm-hmm. That's his audience, his target audience. And he'd been saving that up all week. But of course, this is where we get the first of several incredibly memorable lines in this movie, and that is Jesse's Ventura, I'm a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. And he's got his little, like, dingo hat on. What do you, what do you call this hat? Where it's like the cowboy hat, but the one side's bent vertically? Ah, uh, dingo hat is great. I don't think that's what it is. But, <laughs> but, but you know what I meant when I said dingo no, hat, right? for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and then he spits on uh, Dylan's shoes. And I, I love this little bit with Dylan where he, like, he kind of does the fingers like, hey, come here. I want to I want to talk to you. Yeah. And Jesse Ventura leans in and he goes, it's a real bad, nasty habit you got there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just worried about your health. I'm not going to say anything macho. I mean, I don't care about my boot, but uh, worried about your health. Buddy. Like, even if he wasn't being like aggressive and spitting on someone else's boot, I just feel like spitting in the chopper is rude. Like I, I wanted oh, the yeah. pilot to the, turn around and be like, what the fuck, man? The co- I got to spray that shit out. You just hear the co-pilot go, nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm just up here taking a shit. Do whatever you want back there. Oh, I'm just dropping you off. No big deal. <laughs> Better pray I come back and get you. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, but like they, if that was an Uber, you would get a horrible rating. <laughs> <laughs> One star. <laughs> One star is spit on my floor. <laughs> but they but they land in the jungle and we get a couple shots of them kind of skulking about and I love 1980s like these are trained professionals in the jungle and literally it's just the camera slowly panning and sometimes one of them will just kind of like put their back up to the tree Arnold's got like this M16 he's holding it like he never aims it he never aims it I was looking through the whole movie he (laughs) he just keeps it at his waist and unloads like I so many innocent people are just like ah (laughs) like I can just imagine that that was just a village of normal people and he just rammed a truck with grenades in it into the house and Grandma's in there stirring the chili like, oh, I wonder who's here. I mean, do they ever establish what Anna's role is? No. Like, they could have been <laughs> just a regular ex-vanish. I don't know what they were doing. I to this, Like, there was no cabinet minister, right? Because it was the right. kind of chopper was reconnaissance. Right. They go in there like, oh, it's a reconnaissance so The cabinet member was a CIA agent that was meeting with, I think, some sort of Russian person. Because something big is going to go down here, Dutch. Yeah, this is the middle of the Cold War. So that's why the Russians were there. Uh, where are they even at? Colombia? or I don't know if it's ever actually even said where they are. I know they filmed in Mexico, but they're not supposed to be in Mexico. Right. I don't know, man. Um, also, the this is before the lore of Predator was invented, right? Right. Because we didn't get that till I feel like AVP even when I started to realize like, oh, they just they hunt for 
sport across the galaxy. And it was, yeah. it was right before Predator 2 because the Alien versus Predator comics, I think, came out either right before or right after Predator 2. Okay. The so the they, came, they came from comics before the movie, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Because, like, in this movie, that Predator has just been in this fucking, wherever this is, South American jungle for decades because like Anna's like you know when I was a little girl my grandma would talk about you know I'm like wait what this what? alien just fucking I hangs took, out on this one area all the time why that's well, I mean. took that, that she was implying that when this when it's the hottest of summers that's when the alien or the predators come and I took it as like they just come for like the summer and then leave and yeah then when it's, it's like their summer another one comes down it's like rich people in America that travel to Africa to like hunt rhinos and stuff Oh my God. That's what the predators are. Is that are? what the predators are? They're just like the predator version of like super elite rich kids that are like, I'm going to shoot an elk. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm going to go on this rant again in the prey episode, but this bothers me because, uh, the predator's a bitch. Like <laughs> everybody's like, Oh, he's apex hunter. Nick, no, he's not. This dude hunts like, like intergalactic travel. Is so far advanced that anything you encounter, like a human is an ant to any alien that has intergalactic travel, right? Just bar not done, right? He's got a plasma cannon, infrared sight. He goes fucking invisible and he's like, ah, I kill everything. Like, no shit, dude. They can't see you, bro. And you shot them forever away with like a plasma. Well, I don't know what that is. I just know it's like really advanced. Yeah, it's like a plasma cannon that like moves with your head. You don't even have to really aim. You just have to look at something. It is 100% analogous to the disgustingly rich people that like drug sick rhinos and then release them and then go shoot them. Right? Like, it's not even sport. It's not hard. Yeah. You're just an asshole. And that's yeah. how I feel about the predator. Like you, it's not hard. You're just an asshole. <laughs> you're invisible. Dude, you're not wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not wrong. If the predator, if the design of that alien didn't look as badass as it does, it would be. Yeah. hundred percent. I love it. It's just like a malevolent creature, but as like a, I'm a, I'm a, the best hunter in the world. No, you're not. You're cheating. Do you think the predator's just hopping around? She's like, I'm a hunter. I'm a hunter. I'm a hunter. He's, like he's not even purr. He does like, he's not like tracking anything. He's just like killing whatever he sees. Cause he's invisible. You know, there's no hunting. Well, there is a little, <laughs> I don't know if this is hunting, but it's definitely or voyeuring uh, where he's kind of just sitting back and watching. Like, oh, these people are going to fight. Let's see who comes out on top. Oh, that means that person is the, does he do that in this movie though? Or is that the, other movie that I won't say which one I like more yet. Yeah. I've, the I, other movie, right? Well, I, well, he does it in this movie too. Cause it, in theory he, and oh, he saw them kill the village and was like, Oh yeah. And it's implied that he the, saw their biceps and was like, oh, Holy shit. He's like, God damn. What if his he little, heard his little mandible, the, like did a little twitch? Like, Oh, look at the bicep on that one. Do you think he heard the second vagina joke and laughed? <laughs> we, thought, we thought it was Billy laughing. It was really the better. <laughs> that's where I almost took a star away from my rating of this was when they decided that the alien should have an 80s maniacal villain laugh at the end. <laughs> I know I'm jumping the gun on that, but I'm just like, what <laughs> the fuck? Why is the alien going? <laughs> what recorded uh, Sunny? Sunny's laugh. <laughs> I wish he would have done that more. He doesn't do it a lot in this movie where he records people and then uses the recording to spook them. I don't remember him doing that. Does he do it in the second one a lot? Uh, I, I, you know, full disclosure, I don't remember the second one that well. I do. I don't remember anything about um, any of them except for AVP. I, the only thing I remember Prey. about Predator 2 is Danny Glover calls him pussy face. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, shoot. Oh, what's his name? 
Uh, he, he he passed away. Unfortunately, he was in Twister. Why am I waking up? Bill I, Paxton. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton became the first person to be killed by a Terminator alien and a predator. Uh, he's still to this day the only person. There's one other person. No, say it. Well, um, fuck. I can't remember his name. He's the old dude. He's, he's Bishop in Alien. Because uh, canon is that he survived, I believe. And like he's like crippled or something later. And he dies some technically from an explosion or something like that. Oh, I watched psh. a video on it, but it's psh. like technically he's not it either. Psh. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Holy shit. Am I taking your thunder right now? About what? Uh, stuff that's related to Stranger Things. I think so. Are you going to drop it? Drop it. I, I just found, I just realized a second one. Should oh, I okay. drop it? Well, I'll say the one I was going to say, and then Go, you can do the other do it. one. Okay, so speaking of like the Predator watching people, I think it's implied that it was also watching the first team that went in mm-hmm. and failed, mm-hmm. led by huh? a character named Jim Hopper. Oh! That's right, baby. Jim Hopper is in Predator. I never knew that ego until I was watching this today. I didn't either. But I just realized I'm so dumb looking at the the set the cast list. The guy's Shane Black. Shane Black's name is fucking Hawkins, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Didn't yeah. hit you either. No, it didn't hit me. Either. That's, that's got to be another one. The Duffers love them some Predator. They do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! And Max's last name is Byers. I made that up. But everybody would have believed me, and that's the kind of trust that they have in this show. Well, we don't abuse the trust. <laughs> but we do have Jim Hopper and Hawkins in this movie. That's amazing. Yeah, that's nuts. Well, they they, they find the crash helicopter. They do some digging around, and somehow Billy's like, ooh, ooh the, the weenies are running past. Oh, my gosh. It's not like a stampede running through. Uh, they're playing. Aw. What are you guys doing? <laughs> but, uh... What was I thinking? Okay, so they... They find the down helicopter. Uh, they do some digging around, and somehow Billy's able to find out. Oh, these were this helicopter was taken down by heat-seeking missiles, and because um, you know Billy has that intuition, heat-seekers. Uh, and then they figure out that there's actually six other American boots that they're tracking as well. You got American boots, and that's the first like, oh, something's not right here. Uh, eventually, and Dylan's like, oh, I don't know, maybe they were wearing, maybe they got them off Amazon. Weird. We are in the Amazon. Weird. Yeah, maybe they stole him from some <laughs> And he's like being so shady. He's the worst CIA agent ever. Everybody's like, what are you doing? Are you lying? And he's like, definitely not. No. <laughs> they, what? That's the attitude of it. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Nuh-uh. You, you are. You're lying. Dutch. <laughs> You're not even American. I can tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to tell your secret. <laughs> If you don't keep my secret. If you don't get off my nuts, I'm telling everybody you're Austrian. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, but eventually they find uh, Jim Hopper and gang. Uh, they have been skinned alive and no hung big upside deal. down. How do they know they were alive when they were skinned? You know, Chris, that is a good question. Because <laughs> um, I was thinking... Honestly, Billy just said it, and I took him for his yeah, word. Yeah, I mean, you just take Billy's word. Billy seems to know what he's doing. He's a good tracker. I honestly don't know what everyone else does in this team, but Billy's a kind of OP on this uh, Dutch's gang. His, yeah. Funny enough, uh, the Billy character in the original script was supposed to be the main character because they wanted the main character to be Native American. Yeah. Um, but I guess once you get Arnold Schwarzenegger, they're like, nah, make it the big, giant, scary man. <laughs> Should we do that or Terminator? What do you guys think? <laughs> Uh, hmm. Well, apparently they 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 didn't want to hire that actor. Um, what's his name? Sonny Lantham. The the studio did not want to hire Sonny because I, they saw him as a liability. Because I guess that I don't know too much about this the man himself, but I guess he had a reputation of getting into fights and 
stern shit. Sounds like it's perfect. So they had to literally hire two giant ass bodyguards to be follow him around on set, not to protect him from people, but to protect other people from him. Wow. Which yeah, I don't I don't I don't know about that. Like I, I saw that on the documentary that I, I mentioned at the top. John McTiernan was saying that, but it's kind of like I don't really know that actor's history to really speak further on that. But that's kind of interesting. Like this badass dude supposed to be the, the lead character of the movie. And they're like, nah, not the guy that's so scary. We need to have six bodyguards to right. protect us from him. Let's get Arnold. Who's just a big teddy bear. Big teddy bear. Nice guy. He might try to fuck you. Governor of California. <laughs> he might try to fuck you. He's calming all the time. I'm always coming. I'm in the gym. I go to work. I People go that home. have not seen that video are so confused why we keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a documentary where he says that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Google Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, well, let's just skip. Let's just skip forward. Like eventually they find the. There's not much plot. No, they, they eventually find the, the. What do you call it? The villa. The village, eh, village, village that like Huts. all these quote unquote gorillas are at. Like their generator is like an old pickup truck that they're using. The old looks like the back wheels are taken off. They put conveyor belts or not conveyor belts, but belts on them. Mm-hmm. And they're act, the engine's actually running and turning to create the electricity or whatever. Right. What it looks like. And fucking Arnold, man, he's so strong. He lifts shit. that whole ass truck up and his, his shit's bulging. It's so girthy, like pythons. Gross. And then he puts some like uh, explosives, I guess, in the back and pushes it. Mm-hmm. toward the house and big explosion it's a he's huge like, fight everyone gets their gets their shit in they, they, they fuck up some people <laughs> can you say that is, that is that an idiom i'm not aware of you've never heard of everybody gets their shit in nah. sorry that's the that's the pro wrestling fan i mean katakin gets their shit in that's what they call it when a wrestler's like i want to do my moves and not look like a pussy i need to get my shit in really yeah oh it's a real wrestling thing yep. well jesse ventura is in this so that makes sense you're goddamn right I'm in this. <laughs> you better believe that Jesse Ventura, the body, got his shit in. If you had to say that your sexual prowess was compared to some sort of animal, be it current or prehistoric, what would it be? Uh, Tyrannosaurus late Cretaceous. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his paleontology. Did, did you hear the, there was a, Arnold Schwarzenegger played a prank on him during this movie where Arnold told the seamstress to tell Jesse Ventura that his arms were an inch large, like his bicep arms were an inch larger than Arnold's so that Jesse Ventura could be like, I but I have the bigger arms than you do, Mr. Olympian. <laughs> and so Arnold's like, well, let's bet. Let's have a wager. Let's, uh, let's bet. I'll bet you some champagne. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we'll do it. And like Arnold's were like three inches bigger than him. He's like, aha, you're stupid. <laughs> you cannot beat me. <laughs> but yeah, apparently that was true. And it's so funny because if you hear ventura side of the story it's so he's he's always he's a pro wrestler so he's always working and he's like you better believe that that made the body ventura feel real good about himself knowing that he beat the olympian (laughs) oh he didn't beat me that was me (laughs) okay buddy uh but yeah they eventually they capture anna who was there yeah dylan captures her because he wants to take her back for more uh questioning interrogation yeah for whatever question mark stuff is afoot there yeah the gorillas uh they kill the hostages that they were all there to save. 52 of everybody there was something going on between the russians there and- how do they know that all the hostages were dead steve because i would argue that they saw one get shot in the head and they immediately blew up every single building without looking inside them and i was concerned because they were on a rescue mission <laughs> Well, Chris, Billy said, everybody's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they killed them. They were already dead when they got there. It's, <laughs> it's very sad. 
<laughs> the rescue grenades were ineffective. What if the dude he like threw the knife at and stuck him to the door before it's like stick around? Like that was the cabinet that minister. Was the cabinet minister. Sticker. Oh fuck. <laughs> Shit. I just pictured him. He's so dumb, just running through and tossing like, rescue grenade into all the windows. Like, don't worry. What was the Gatlin gun's name? Uh, old painless. Oh, old painless is here to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, th- they get all mad and upset uh, at Dylan because they realize that he used them. That you're an asset. Get used to it. You know, he used them. You're to expendable. Do, they do the wet work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really interesting scene where, because at this point, um, Dylan's kind of been shown to be kind of inept in the jungle and, and Duke hates him. Uh, Bill Duke. Is that his name? His name's Mac in the movie, right? Mac, yeah. So Mac is like, yeah, you give our position away one more time. I'll ghost you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'll literally fucking kill you. And then there's a scene where it looks like he's going to stab him in the back, but he really just... It's a scorpion, It's a baby. scorpion. And that was I, a cool shot, actually. I thought, like, did they really step on that scorpion? <laughs> it's kind of... It looked like a real scorpion yeah, they squished, yeah. kind of fucked up. Um, and, and then this is where we get the second of Hawkins' pussy jokes. Yes. But this one tears the house down with billy. billy billy loves it billy lets out the the 80s villain cackle <laughs> Is, are you arguing that the predator heard that and recorded it and that's how he laughed at the end that's 100 percent what happened god is way cooler than what i thought yeah because the predator can do that he does it in other movies yeah i had forgotten that but he also does at one point i think he records mac at some point too so when he has that fight with mac and dylan later he uses the recording of like i'm right here to like fuck with them at one point huh. um i was holding the baby <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame the baby she might have needed to feed at that moment i missed it man that's true you know you gotta you gotta you gotta take care of that little kid that's cool um let me see i'm kind of speed running through my notes here this is when everything kind of really pops off i mean anna's trying to get away the predator eventually decides to make his move on hawkins first this mm-hmm. is when anna tries to run away he goes after her and the predator just hawkins is the will buyers of this movie he, he is he gets taken mm-hmm. he's taken to the upside down they don't know where he they hang him upside down and scan him but it's the same thing well uh, the, 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 you know tomato tomato mm-hmm. this is the tomato in this instance yeah um and, and this is where Anna says the jungle came and took him. And yeah. Yeah. Which is, what did you think about uh, this first scene with uh, Hawkins being killed? Um, I liked it. It was, I don't remember anything particularly awesome or not awesome about it. I mean, um, I not only have I seen this movie many times, but it's like, you know where it's going to go as a predator fan, right? Like start picking them off one by one and, and, and doing his thing. But I, I honestly, I, I, I hate, I'm really hesitant to keep bringing up prey. Cause we're going to talk about that in a different episode, but I just feel like, you know, it could honestly though, I'll, I will say this, um, things hold up kind of for the special effects for what it was like, like the, I expected the camouflage in my memory to look like Lynch's Dune or something. David Lynch's Dune. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. but it really doesn't, it doesn't look bad. Uh, it doesn't look terrible. No, I mean, for the, for the time, it looks fine. And they, like you said, the monster design is so good. Um, I do have to say, I watched this on Hulu, and I think whatever Hulu is using, whatever version it's using to stream is not the... Is the original Predator on Hulu? It is. God damn it. I paid $4 to watch it on Apple oh, TV. Really? Oh. <laughs> after watching Prey on Hulu. No, I watched it on Hulu, but I think that whatever rip they're using isn't like the HD rip, because there's every now and then there's a couple shots where I'm like, I don't remember that looking so out of focus and fuzzy. Yeah. 
Well, maybe I lucked out then with the four bucks, yeah. you know, the high quality version, maybe. Yeah, you got that Blu-ray. But I, I kind of liked it, you know, because she's sitting there and it's um, it's ghastly from her perspective. You know, what did, what did you think about it? Oh, I thought it was fine. I I, I do like how he just kind of swoops in. It's really quick. Yeah. He just He's like, he spends a lot of time in the trees in this first movie. He's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he doesn't leave tracks for Billy to find. And that's yeah. why Billy's so spooked about, like, there's something out here hunting us. But I can't tell what it is. It's not leaving tracks. Well, yeah, at one point, Billy's even like, there's something in them trees. And Arnold's like, for real? Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he trusts him so much, he just stands by him and looks where he's looking. No shit. <laughs> he's like a bird. Or, <laughs> I don't know why I'm <laughs> fucking grew from Despicable Me now. <laughs> it's like no big deal. Uh, but yeah, they get Hawkins and um, I'm going to steal the moon. Was that is that a Gru thing? Yeah, oh. you never watched Despicable Me. I think I've seen the first one, but I don't remember anything. Dude, about that it. movie is a fire. Plus, that's the introduction of the minions. Well, I hate minions. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness me! But uh, they're like fan out. We need to find. We need to find Hawkins. We need to find his body. Fan out. Fifty meter spread. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. And then they just start kind of looking slightly left and right. Cre- yeah, they're kind of creeping the along the jungle, and then uh, can't find anything. Uh, Jesse Ventura gets shot down by the predator mm-hmm. through the um, chest, but that's Max homie. But that, yeah, Max homie. So Max sees the eyes of the invisible predator and immediately just starts screaming and like, I'm going to get you. 36 men get mutilated and only Mac and, 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 uh, what's his fucking Blair and or Blaine, Blaine, only Mac and Blaine survives. So they've been bonded ever. So they've been trauma bonded for decades. They're bros. And that predator took him away from him and he loses his mind. And they deforced like 25 acres of a rainforest. Dude, that first scene. <laughs> When Mac picks up the damn old painless, the Gatling gun, and then I, I, <laughs> I was dying laughing because Mac just unloads right two hundred rounds, ah! which I understand he's like upset his best friend just got killed like that makes sense. But everyone else who has no fucking idea what's going on just jump in, who just walks up and go, oh we shooting and <laughs> general direction heard that. And they unload too. I'm like, what is going? And then dude just starts shooting his grenades too. Like, fuck it. I want to play. Yeah. I didn't bring all this shit here to not shoot it. (laughs) It's one one of those things where if you think about it critically, it makes no goddamn sense. Like no quote unquote elite trained combat unit is going to waste all that ammunition. Right. But for movie sense, it is a really powerful thing to see like these guys just level a fucking Not, forest. Yeah, knocking trees over. And then they don't hit anything. Like that's like we didn't hit a goddamn thing, Dutch. Like that, <laughs> that's, that is like what a really strong troopers. <laughs> we on the goddamn Death Star right now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um but yeah, like that is a really powerful visual. They don't hit anything. Uh, this is when then they start zipping up. Uh, I, I, this this music cracks me up. They're zipping up uh, Jesse Ventura in the body bag, and like the Creative Commons version of Taps starts playing. Oh, you got to have that. <laughs> it's not even Taps. It's just like we can't afford Taps. Let's get <laughs> everyone's gonna know what we mean if we play this song. We blew, we blew the budget on the rescue grenades. <laughs> um. But we get a cool scene where the Predator's kind of patching himself up. I, I really like that yeah. addition that they add there. If uh, you know, because as Arnold astutely says, if it bleeds, they can in fact kill it. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Another great line. I love that line. But then Mac had already said one of the best lines in the whole fucking movie after the initial guerrilla assault. 
Uh, I think it's Hawkins walks up to him and he's like, Hey man, you're bleeding. And uh, oh, Je- yeah. Jesse Ventura says, and I quote, ain't got time to bleed. Ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> so fucking good. What's he say? He actually, like they call attention to the fact that that's a dumb line because Hawkins says, uh, oh, you, or no, a uh, poncho is the one. Poncho is the one that poncho. Yeah. His poncho's like, you got time to take cover. Yeah. <laughs> you got time to duck. Or yeah. T- yeah. You got time to duck after he shoots the grenades up there. I love that. Poncho's the one dude that I f- totally forgot about existed when I booted this movie up. Like when all the characters came like, oh, there's Mac, there's Dylan, there's Bl- uh, Blaine, there's Dutch. Who the fuck is that guy? It's Poncho, baby. It's Poncho. Okay. He's the one that uh, just gets scared the whole time and gets shot in the head. I spread my butt cheeks in Playgirl under the name Mike Honcho. Sorry. <laughs> is that real? That's <laughs> <laughs> from uh, fucking Talladega Nights. Oh, shit, yeah. When he's in the coma yeah. and he's trying to confess to him. <laughs> That's a deep pool, man. Uh, well, they set up camp. Mac has first watch. He ends up killing a pig because it sneaks up on him. Um, but really, it was a big diversion because the predator wanted his kill. He wanted uh, Blaine's body because uh, that's his trophy, man. That's what he does. Keeps um, him skull. At one point, he's like petting the skull. Like, my precious. Oh, man. I mean, you, get, you get Jesse Ventura's head. Skull, you oh, yeah, that thing. Jesse the head Ventura. The, the, the predator's like, Man, this is a sexual tyrannosaurus. We gotta mount this baby. He's not leaving Earth without head. No, no. Uh, so they build a bunch of back traps. to Gloobly Glorp, sets him on a shelf. <laughs> Gloobly Glorp is that yeah, the predator? From. Oh, sure. Gloobly Glorp looked up the, the lore. Uh, Dutch is like, We have to make a stand here and now if we're gonna survive. So they build a bunch of traps and they're kind of waiting for the predator to come and come to them. Anna goes on this like exposition dump out. She's like, they say such terrible, strange things, such crazy things. She's talking about how the predator comes during the hottest season of the month. It's a demon who makes trophy of trophies of men. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. That line. Um, yeah. But, Anna's great. Uh, El Pedia Carrillo. Well, what was her name? El Pedia Carrillo. Yeah. She's awesome. I went, I went for it. I, if you listen, if you watch that behind the scenes documentary, it's so clear to me that uh, John McTiernan didn't know what to do with her. <laughs> yeah because he's like oh she's great i didn't even direct her because uh she clearly knew what the character was better than uh but better than i did so i just let her do whatever <laughs> what's the woman going to do <laughs> don't hold the gun but the, the predator comes it kind of falls into the trap it like gets sprung and they they're trying to shoot it but it gets out it, it lets one of the log traps loose which hits poncho and hurts him um Mac and Dylan go after the predator. Mac is kind of in this like crazy revenge spiral, you know, where he has to, you know, he's got to get revenge for his buddy Blair, but, uh, or Blaine. I keep saying Blair. Blair's, Blair's a better name. Blair's, Blair's from the thing. Blair's in the fucking shed. Wanting to come yeah. back inside. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready to come back. I'm ready to, I would also like to watch predator. It sounds like a good film. <laughs> I really would like to come back inside. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but I love this part. There's this shot that they have of Bill Duke. He's like taking off his, you know, jacket so he can, I guess, run easier. But the whole time he's like lost his goddamn mind. And to illustrate that, they just have him going, I'm going to get you, motherfucker. I'm going to get you, motherfucker. I'm going to get you. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a pro. He's, a, he's still shaving, too, but he snaps off his razor into his cheek earlier, too. Oh, yeah. He bleeds a little bit. And he still looks bored out of his fucking mind. He had time it? to bleed. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference when he and, mm-hmm. he and uh, Blair. Blaine. Blaine. Fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, I would like to come back inside. <laughs> but Dylan catches up with Mac. Mac's like, I see you, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And and Dylan also sees it. This is kind of like, did you take this as Dylan sort of like 
redemption angle. Like he knows every, it's his fault that everyone's dying. So he's going to try to help uh, Mac to, I don't know, like, you know, save his soul or whatever. Yeah. And he, uh, at one point it's like, uh, you guys go ahead. I got this. And he doesn't in fact have this at all. Even, <laughs> no, even for a moment. Not at all. Uh, doesn't he die off camera? No, uh, no, Dylan dies on camera. Billy dies off camera. That's right. That's right. And Billy's was lame too. Oh, Billy's was lame. He, he's like, they, cause that's really long and drug out and then it doesn't and, do anything. Yeah. Cause they really make a point to kind of sit up at a, he's like, throws these... his gun. He pulls out his knife. Like, and I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he just, and then oh, I'm sorry, but he doesn't even, he, he gets brutally murdered. Cause in the background, it's not just like, Oh, like somebody who's dying. <laughs> he's like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> like that's not the scream of somebody who expected death. No. No. Death creeps. Holy up. fuck! That hurts really bad. It hurts way worse than I thought. <laughs> Come back. I'm like, wow, okay, Billy. But they spend so much time setting up that character to be like he's the only one that has an iota of you know, an ounce of being able to like compete with a predator because yes. he, he senses he's around. He understands the danger they're in. You, you can see that, you know, Billy could make a fucking trap and trap this thing. Right. right. He even like does like the honorable things like, no, we're going to fight men to men. I'm going to put the weapons away. And the predator's like, nah, fuck you. Beep. <laughs> I assume he just plasma cannon. Yeah. <laughs> we don't see that. And it, I wanted to see that confrontation, Billy versus the predator. That would have been like, if that was a movie that was made today, that would be a fucking five minute, at least long fight. Right. Well, we, we got that movie today and it's amazing. It was dope. <laughs> well, we got it Friday. It was so dope. Uh, but yeah, he kills Billy. Uh, kills him. He, he shoots Mac in the face. Uh, yeah. I love their whole plan. He's like, you go that way. I'll go under him. And he just doesn't like, work at all. He's just predator, waiting on him. I was like, yeah, but I, I saw you. I see heat. I see you. I see heat. Um, You're hiding under a log ain't doing shit. Look, man, I'm not trying to be a dick. That's how the predator look, talks. Predator. Look, man, I see you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stab you though I'm not gonna be a super I'm not gonna fork you with my fork I'll make it quick <laughs> I'm gonna blast you with all three of these little laser cannon things I'm gonna fuck Dylan up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's yeah, CIA Dylan comes packing two like little submachine guns and he what shoots, well, shoots one of his tosses him an extra one for no reason yeah he's like yeah <laughs> Don't know if this will help. I just don't want to carry it. Yeah, I'm not giving it to the woman. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> That's the energy he gives off. For sure. Um, I know he's doing it because he realizes that the predator doesn't see her as a threat and won't kill her because right. he's just sporting it. But because of what we know as Arnold Schwarzenegger as a person in the 80s. <laughs> that's not what he was thinking. Um but um yeah, he like shoots Dylan's arm off and then runs at him and then stabs him. And Dylan has probably maybe the best death in the whole movie. Or the worst. Depends on how you look at it. Uh, visually, it was super cool. <laughs> yeah, but like pain but wise. If, but if I was him, it'd suck. But he got the, I, you know, you got them all in this mess death, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, he, I do like how his arm is like still firing. Because if they the hadn't, gun. without Dylan, the Predator would have just been killing the foreigners, which would have been fine. USA. USA. <laughs> no. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. You're right. This is a real Indiana Jones situation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dylan Jones. Uh, But yeah, the predator catches up to um, uh, Dutch Poncho and Anna. He blasts uh, Poncho in the face, even though I don't know like why he would shoot uh, poor Poncho who's injured and Mm -hmm. not a threat, but he's like, "Uh, but the woman can run. Let the woman get, she needs to get to the chopper. Mm -hmm. Um, Get to the chopper. 
Uh, Dutch barely makes it out of alive. He he falls into a river. He falls down a waterfall. He kind of gets muddy. He's a whole thing. He gets muddied, and the predator falls. I really like the shot where he's like on the shore and you see the predator fall. There's like a moment of relief. Yeah. You're like, oh, he got away. But then the water splashes like, oh, no, that invincible monster still behind me. And he stands up and the water's like shorten out his invisibility thing. Mm-hmm. But he-, he can't see Arnold because he's covered in mud. And that's when you realize, oh, he sees heat. So I'm going to put this mud on me and I'll be cold. <laughs> <laughs> be, a cold can- be a cold boy. I can't see you. Where you at? I know you came down here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so now Dutch is going to, he's going to, you know, he's going to go all medieval on this dude. He's going to set up traps. He's going to put on the mud. He's going to trick the predator in. He's going to lure him to his traps and hopefully he's going to kill him. I love the part where he's doing like a, uh, uh, I forget what the exercise is called, but it's basically like a, a, a you know, a, 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 what's it called? A row. It's a row move. But he's anyway, he's lifting like a 700 pound tree log, uh, with his bare hands and the rope that he fastened. And, uh, and then he's holding that, holding it up with the little twig. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, eh, okay. And you know, it's physics. It's a strong ass twig. But, uh, the, the predator comes, he, he tries to find him. He realizes real quickly that somehow this guy is eluding his heat vision. He gets angry and just starts shooting his plasma. He, Cause he's gun. a man. He shoots guns the same way. Fuck it. Just fire everything into the just general sh- vicinity. Just shoot at the forest. And the, I, those are some of my favorite shots of the movie is the predator on that little bridge with like the forest exploding and you see his silhouette. Like, yeah, that's a cool shot. Um, and hold on. Dutch is a fucking Fletcher. He's a Fletcher. He made a bow and arrow. That's right. He did. And he it, fucking built that. It was a bow and arrow. In like an shot, hour. Like explodey bows. Well, he put some rescue grenades on the tip of the arrows. <laughs> I put to rescue this tree. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of freedom. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to rescue you from life. <laughs> Uh, but eventually the predator kind of gets in this, he, he has Dutch dead to rights, even though Dutch thinks he has him a couple of times in the, in the, you know, the traps he set or, uh, or am I getting ahead of myself? Oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. At one point, the predator decides like, Oh, I'm going to take off my mask. I'm going to go mono mono. I like mono, that. I want to, we're going to settle this. In after, he, cuffs. after he, and this is where he's not a bitch, right? Cause he's not using all of his tools and invisibility and stuff like that. Uh, well, his invisibility, his invisibility is broke. Uh, but yeah, he realizes that that Dutch has given him a run for his money. And this is like a potential uh, equal, mm-hmm. or at least the closest thing that he's going to find on this planet. So I want to fight him with just my stabby fork. Mm-hmm. My, my, my wrist. And my mitts. My wrist fork. Uh, and he takes off the helmet and we get that beautiful line from Arnold Schwarzenegger. The fuck are you? You ugly motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, but we, and then uh, some more chase ensues. Arnold kind of goes into his little, his little trappy nook and the predator starts to go into him and he's like, Oh, I see these knives. I see what you're doing, buddy. I'm falling for that trick. I'm going to go around here. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold up. There's, there's a lot of sharp sticks in here. Hey Dutch, just level with me. Come on. Give me. No. Come on. No, hold up. Please. I would, but however. There's a bunch of sharp sticks up here. Don't mind those. I know what I'm going to do. Come on. I'm going to go around here. No. <laughs> <laughs> then he just walks three feet. And he's like, hello. And then I'll see you. And then Dutch is like, ha ha, motherfucker. And I actually like that plot twist where you think he's avoided the trap. And then he uses the uh, counterweight of the trap to kill him with that instead. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. 
Good on Arnold. Good on Arnold. Uh, but then uh, the Predator has one last trick up his sleeve. He has set some sort of electricity bomb thing, electricity self destruct bomb, and luckily it, it, the the wrist gauntlet has similar numeric yes. t- timer. Like uh, well, the, the same uh oh noise in, on their planet boop, for boop, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. that don't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> He's got a rescue grenade in there. <laughs> He's trying to rescue me. Oh no! I'll oh, not get to the chopper. How does the, the chopper still waiting on him for no reason? Too was it waiting on him, or was it just trying to fly away? And then they just saw a it. fucking nuclear bomb. They, why would they turn around for that? Oh, he's fine. <laughs> Let's see. Let's. Oh, it looks like Dutch is rescuing again. But yeah, I mean, he uh, <laughs> kills the predator, and it's him and Anna. And I assume Anna lives a nice, long, happy life, getting tortured by the CIA, and everybody's happy. Yeah, everyone, especially by that fucking Morty general. Did <laughs> oh, you know, geez. Did you know the? Tell uh, us what else you know. Oh, if you don't, we'll, we'll we'll make you watch all six seasons of Lost <laughs> <laughs> in seven hundred and twenty p. Did you know the helicopter pilot at the end is the Predator? Oh, it's... Uh, that's, the, that's the actor. Peter Cullen? No, that's the voice. No, that's the, Peter Cullen's the voice. No, the guy who's actually in the suit. He's like the eight, seven foot tall dude that's in that suit. He has he has like, like three names. It's like, bum, bum, bum is his name. Kevin Peter Hall. Yes. The, yeah, the... the bum, bum, bum. The, 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 the pilot at the end of the movie is, is him. Like they were like, we need to get him an on-screen role to thank him for wearing that fucking suit in the middle the jungle. of yeah. the jungle for so many days. Uh, but he's also uh, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Really? Yeah. Same guy. I for, had forgotten about that movie. The eyebrows on that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, he passed away, I think, not too long after Predator 2. Because Predator 2 came out in like 90... Two, I think, and then he passed away. I think in '93, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, so R.I.P. that guy. Uh, but that is the end of Predator. The Predator. The Predator. Well, we had a gas. We hope you guys did too. Uh, lots of quotable lines. <laughs> did you like the Full House end credits where it was like all the actors looking into the camera and smiling? <laughs> yeah. You could put everywhere you look, and it's like it's a hot shame black. Like, oh hi, somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was, uh, the eighties were a different time, but man. of course Arnold doesn't get the goofy look. It's just him like whipping his head around. Like, what is that? Freedom. <laughs> is it freedom? <laughs> uh, but yep. Predator. I had a great time with it. It was fun to visit it. Uh, so stay tuned in a couple of days. You'll get our, our coverage of prey, which dropped, uh, on Hulu on Friday. Did not get a theatrical release because I think it's some kind of 20th century Fox deal. When Disney bought that studio, stuff, yeah. if they put it in theaters, they would have to release it on HBO max, I think, or something. Right. Uh, which is unfortunate because Prey is a beautiful movie that I think would have done really, really well in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm great. I'm glad it's getting the high praise that it's getting. But the the original Predator is uh, a much beloved movie that is is loved, you know, worldwide. And I think even though it's like so obviously masculine and campy and goofy, like people of all ages and stuff and and, and worldviews just love it just because mm-hmm. it's. You know, it's silly. It's fun. It's well, and the concept itself is so strong. And like yeah. Alex said, like I were at the top of the show, I said, you know, it really is miraculous in the sense that it's able to transition seamlessly between two genres, right? And like, like from dusk till dawn does the same thing, uh, but not seamlessly. It's like very apparent. And they use two different directors to pull mm-hmm. that off in that movie. But this is just like sneakily. Oh, it's a horror movie, it's survival horror now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so really cool, really cool. It goes straight from fucking. Uh, you know, die hard to 
the thing, you know, some John Carpenter shit at the end. So yeah, really cool. Had a good time. I hope you guys had a good time as well. Again, I don't sleep much anymore. I'm sorry if I'm not quite on my A game, but I just couldn't stay away from the show any longer. Dude, you crushed it. You did, you came up with a voice for the Predator that uh, I love. Uh, never, you know, I'm never gonna watch a Predator movie now without without hearing that dude. Like, hey, I think uh, it's pretty sad that I died. However, hear me out. <laughs> yes, it's neat that somehow I don't die. You know, can I just can I just say, Mister Predator, I love your hair. Thank you. It's uh, actually, it's a wig. Oh, no way. Yeah. But wow. anyway, I do, I be peacocking, you know? <laughs> you you be pe- peacocking a lot, my friend. Because if you're killing and you ain't peacocking, it's not as cool. At, you know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Chris. I'm Steve. We miss Andy. This is Streaming Things. Happy streaming. Hello, everybody. It's Steve again. I am currently deconstructing my apartment in order to make uh, the new studio that we're going to be having here shortly. Um, And because of that, my computer and recording equipment is kind of all over the place. And I unfortunately didn't have the list of patrons in front of me while I had it all set up um, to record properly. So that is why you are hearing me merely reading this on my phone. So apologies for that. But I still wanted to make sure that our patrons get their shout out. So without further ado, we're going to do a quick and dirty one uh, right here, right now. I want to thank A. Wells, Aaron B., Aaron K., Aaron L., Double A, Aaron A., Adam C., Adam H., Adam R., Aiden, Allison, Amanda, Andre, Andrew G., Andrew P., Andy, Annalise, Annie, RK Shenanigans, Ariana, Arcadia, Double R, Aaron A., Ashley Powers. Uh, let's thank Barb, Brandon, Brianna, Brenda, Brett, Brittany. Thank you, Cake. Caleb, Carlo, Carmelita, KCH, KCM, Katarina, Charlotte, Chloe, Chris, Cindy, Clay, Cody, Cynthia. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Damien, Danielle, David, DC Hart, Debbie. Thank you, E. Lopez. Thank you, Elizabeth, Enza, Erica, Irvin, Gavin, Georgia, Hannah, Heath, Irene. Thank you, Jadinklage, Jocelyn, uh, Jacob, Jade, Jake, James, Jared, Jeanette, Jen, Jenna, Jenny, Jennifer, Jess, Jess, Jesse. Uh, I hope that's Jesse and not just Jess. It's one of those Jessies with a J-E-S-S-E. Thank you, Jesse. Whoever you are, let me know which one it is. Uh, thank you, Jessica, Jillian B, Jillian L, Jimmy, Joel A, Joel D. Thank you to both John M's. There's two of them. Thank you, John T, John R, Jordan, Judy, Julia, Jungle, Kalisha, Candace, Kate, Katharina, Katie B, Katie M, Kayla, Carrie, Kevin, Kiki, Kimberly, Kristen, Kyle. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Lady Press, Lauren, Lee, Lisa, Max Squared, Marcelina, Marcus, Maria, Matt, Melina, Melissa, Mills, Michael, Michelle, Mike, Mindy, MJ, Manuk, <laughs> what? Monique? <laughs> that wasn't a name that I just said. Thank you, Monique. Uh, thank you, Nate, Neil, Nick, Nicole C. Thank you, other Nicole C. There's two Nicole C's. 
thank you, Orion, Paula, Patty, Phil, Philip, Rachel, uh, Rebecca, Reese, the Reed family, Rose, Ryan, Samantha, Sandra A, Sarah F, Sarah P, Savannah, Sean, Sean C, Sergio, Shannon, Shay, Shep, Stacy, Steph, Stephanie, Stephen the Fifth, Suzanne, Sydney, Tamara, Tara, Teresa, the Alex G, Tommy, uh, Thomas J, Thomas V, Thumbs, Toby, Tori, Trisha, Tyler, Will B, Will N, Yolanda, and Zach. Thank you guys so much for everything you do. We literally couldn't do this without you guys and expect a lot of cool content coming down the pipeline very soon this month, I imagine. Uh, You're definitely going to get a new um, uh, recording studio out of us here shortly uh, as I sit in the middle of my second guest bedroom with all shit lying on the floor and my wiener dogs just judging the hell out of me. But thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you Wednesday.